Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Distraction Pieces Podcast, episode 397. That's a motorbike you can hear in the background. This week I'm joined by the returning Alan Sipa Mustafa, a.k.a. MC Grinder, chairman, host, leader, master of the Corrupt FM People Just Do Nothing crew, and uh, generally good lad, host of the Ch- Chatting Shit podcast alongside Hugo Chegwin. I'm a big fan of, of all of those guys, in fact. So I had Hugo and Sipa on last year, and off the back of that, me and Sipa have been chatting back and forth a load. So we figured I should get him back on, particularly with the People Just Do Nothing film, People Just Do Nothing Big in Japan, coming out at the end of end of August. Now, I'm going to tell you something now. We planned to talk a load about the film. We ended up talking mainly about TV shows and stuff that we've enjoyed recently, f- f- films that we've enjoyed, f- things that we used to enjoy doing, and all sorts of stuff like that. But... I don't normally tell you guests ahead of time. I'm going to tell you now, in case you're after some Big in Japan talk, mid-August, before the film comes out at the end of August, I've got Steve Stamp, who plays Steve's in People Just Do Nothing, coming on to do a very rare podcast interview. He doesn't do a lot of interviews in general, and I recorded it recently, and it's fantastic. He's a really good lad. So, yeah, there's a little pre-tease because me and Sipa just had a good catch-up, because we've become little little WhatsApp pals now. So it is what it is. Allow us to have our catch-up. Um, yeah, let's get on with the podcast, eh? I love this. This was su- such a good chat. If, you're not, if you've not already seen all of People Just Do Nothing, I recommend you watch all of it in preparation for Big in Japan. But also, I recommend the Chatting Ship podcast. I've had some amazing guests on. The Ed Scrine episode was one of my favourite Tom Davis, uh, Ramesh. They've had loads of really good people on. So um, have they had Ramesh on? Am I mixing that up? I was just I was just listening to Ramesh on Films to be Buried With. They may or may not have had Ramesh on, but they've had really good people on. <laughs> so, so go and check it out. Um, but for now, this is episode 397 of the Distraction Pieces podcast with my boy Seeper. I hate that new bit that says that. That does my head in every time. She always catches me off guard. Yeah, it puts pressure on it. <laughs> it does. This meeting is important enough to be recorded, so yeah. bring your A-game. Yeah. Well, we are, are bringing our A-game because I'm here today with Alan Sipa Mustafa. How you doing, man? Yes, brother. Good to see you again. It's good to see you again. Um, I had all this plan of how we're going to pace out this episode and what we're going to talk about and where and when. But as you know, there's a branded segment that I was going to have in the middle where we like make ourselves a drink and that. Yeah, man. But you've already made your drink because your recording area isn't the appropriate place for ice and all sorts of other nonsense. Yeah, so true, yeah. <laughs> I guess we just jump straight in but, but because I want to be drinking as well. I love when you have a branded thing that genuinely improves the podcast that you can just yeah. go, all right, well, let's just, <laughs> yeah. let's just have a drink. That's true. It's going to top myself up. So I'll, I'll, I'll say off the bat that this section of the Traction Pieces podcast is brought to you in collaboration with Jameson Drink Responsibly. 
And that tripped me out from the start, man, because I've always called it J- Jameson's. Don't know why I've added yeah. that. That S isn't there. It's like, like I get annoyed at people if they say, I'm going Tesco's or Asda's. It's like, yeah, you're going yeah, Tesco yeah, or yeah. Asda. You're not going Tesco's. Or, it's not your mate. It's not, it's not bills. I'm like, going to Tesco's house real quick. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to pubs or gyms. You know, I You're going to the gym that. or the pub. I do that all the, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Whereas Tesco and Asda's is like your mate Bill. I'm going yeah. Bill's. I'm going to Tesco's. No, you're going Tesco. Yeah. So yeah. it's the same with Jameson. That's how I, I, I'm now aware of that. Yeah. I think I always did that as well. Jameson's. Yeah. It's an <laughs> yeah. easy one, isn't it? But they, yeah. their idea was just to have a chat with someone about what we're looking forward to with regards to catching up with mates after this past year, because all of our chats have been over WhatsApp and stuff like that. And you instantly came to mind because you came on the podcast during the pandemic and I feel we've built a right little friendship, but it's all over WhatsApp. We've never met in person. It's all, it's all voice notes and that. So yeah. How's this past year been for you in engaging with your mates have you been doing zoom stuff are you and me are lucky that we've got a lot of mates who've jumped on twitch so we can just sit in our living room and put it on tv and like how's that been yeah man it's been mad it's been like um i guess we've had to sort of uh accelerate into the future a little bit in in the last year and and uh and sort of get a bit jetsons about it and just do sort of video calls yeah it's been mad it's been a funny one man it's um i'm definitely uh ready to have some sort of real social interactions now at first i was kind of I'm one of those people that can easily just be on my own and stay indoors. Yeah. But it's not good. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's it's very comfort zone vibes. And I think I only clocked that now on reflection as things are sort of getting back to normal or normal-ish on reflection as to how much last year kind of did affect me uh, along with everyone else as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah, It's a weird one. It's it's, And it is odd. And it's like, it's also worth mentioning that the restrictions and when they're changing are constantly changing. So yeah. we don't know when it will be okay to actually hang out indoors and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. Like I've, all through the pandemic, I didn't miss like being in clubs and that at all until mm. Mike Skinner dropped his, his 21st of June track and it proper made me hunger for yeah. being in a room with grotty people in grotty yeah. situations and, and getting out there and that. Yeah, so true, man. I feel like, in our industry we're really blessed to have a lot of um like a big social life and nights out and and you you kind of take these things for granted so that first year is kind of like oh cool i'm not in competition with anyone else i'm not like you know subconsciously like looking on instagram going oh they're doing this that you know but now it's got to the point where i'm seeing it's a weird one man because recently i was talking to my girl about this i was like i feel like i haven't really got um Maybe I don't really have that much fun in my life. Maybe I don't really go out. Is that is that what I'm... She was like, well, no one is. And I was like, no, but I, there's some people on Instagram I can see in parks and stuff like that. Like, she's like, yeah, but they're like 19. This is not... Like, yeah. we, our friends are different, you know? Yeah, it's weird. I've been looking at that and going, I've, I should mention, I'm, I'm, I'm making my drink now because I think, uh, why not? You've gone for the, the Jameson ginger and lime, right? Ginger and lime, yeah. And I swear that's the drink that um, he drinks in... Um, what's that film with... Jude Law is running away from people. A talented Mr. Ripley. Oh, right. I swear, <laughs> running away I swear he drinks it in talented Mr. Yeah. A Ripley, because I'll get into that. But I'm going for a, a whiskey sour. And, nice. and speaking of our industry, I got into whiskey sours because of the film and music and TV industries loving members clubs. Yeah, right. And like yeah, having, yeah. A little, having a little 
Soho House or or whatever yeah. else. And that prior to this industry, I've never been in a members club in my life. But yeah, yeah. A whiskey sales were always the one that made me feel like a proper cool lad. It just sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, probably or an old fashioned. Yeah, old fashioned. Old fashioned. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got my sh- my shaker and everything. Nice. I'm fully on this. Look yeah. at this. Yeah, sick. But yeah, that is where that was my as a kid. Any cocktails I had were just like a red cocktail or a purple cocktail. Yeah, in in yeah, bad yeah. clubs. And then I get all grown up. Even to, even till now, I've I've only sort of changed my like for years. I'd I'd only have like um like a mojito. But then I got into Caparinas and I was like, oh yeah, nice, refreshing. And then as I get older, I'm like, hmm, whiskey cocktail. That sounds better, doesn't it? Yeah, now I'll go for one of them. Little whiskey yeah. sour. Yeah, nice. And it is easy. It's not like, a, it's not one of those techie cocktails where you're like, no. you pretend you like because because it's really bitter. But like, <laughs> whiskey no. sour is actually banging and refreshing. Ge- do you know what I mean? Genuinely, that was it. It was trying to find out the drink that I can drink around people who feel like gr- grown-ups to me yeah, and not yeah, feel yeah. like an idiot. Like yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, sitting yeah, there yeah, drinking yeah. my 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 WKD blue, so it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and that was it. Yeah, I, I, was, I was straight on the whiskey sides. I should obviously should also mention again the drink responsibly thing because I think I think we need to be even more responsible with that yeah. because of the year we've had. I think there's yeah, a lot man. of people who are going to want to go back to drinking how they used to drink, yeah, and it's going to yeah. hit them harder. So I think we need to be proper careful on that. It's true. That's why I feel like resets are good. Like I had a. Last year was a bit of a weird year or whatever. And then at the beginning of this year, I started, like, I had a proper health kick. Like, I've lost, like, 12 kilos since January. Yeah, man. Uh, I stopped drinking for, like, three or four months. And it was good because then it gave me that, it gave me the the respect the drink deserves, you know? Don't abuse it, you respect it. You have a little drink. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, oh, this is nice. I can enjoy this. Now, especially with, like, British culture, like, we were brought up on the whole thing is about drinking as much as you can. Or drink to get drunk. Yeah. That that was the point of it. It wasn't, I I heard you talking on another podcast, I think, Mm. that the first time you tried a few different alcohol like i was exactly saying i didn't enjoy it i was like i'm drinking it because i want to be drunk but yeah yeah, and then you become a grown-up and again it sounds so bait that we're banging on about drink responsibly but like it's genuinely if you're drinking good stuff yeah you don't want to just get get mad on it so so what kind of if you're having your boys over yeah when restrictions are lifted what kind of gatherings are you having are you having barbecues are you a film night guy are you a game night guy are you i mean Obviously, I saw you and Asim going back and forth with beats and whatnot on uh, yeah. on on on, tw- on Twitch. Are you a, a play music to people guy? What's your well? Do you know what it tone? is? I barely ever host because I'm quite OCD, like everything <laughs> quite tidy. But, <laughs> but when I do, it's usually like a dinner vibe. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. get people round. It starts off refined, and then you know, then it can kind of carry on, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but what I love, my favourite things to attend though, are stuff like like the barbecue. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Something that you can just be eating continuously all day, having a little drink. In fact, I'm going to one on Saturday to uh, my mate. Have you ever been to Black Axe Mangal? No. The, the restaurant. Uh, so it's an amazing chef called Lee Tin. And, well, he's fortunate enough for me to be his mate, actually. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to his and, and he, do you know what? He loves He loves the Jamesons as well, yeah? Yeah. Uh, with an S. <laughs> Um, so, so in fact, uh, ironically, I'm going there on Saturday. So I reckon, um, I reckon he'll be knocking out a few cocktails with the old Jamesons as well, man. Damn right. I, I used to, I've got like a pizza oven in my garden and I was like, I, 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 I spent ages getting this yeah. big stone pizza oven. I was like, 
man, I'm going to do some gatherings. And then I realised I'm like you. I'm a bit OCD. I'm not, I don't yeah. particularly want anyone around. So it's always been like me and my family will do a, will do pieces yeah. of me and my, my partner or whatever else. Hey, we've, so you know what? He's, he's, he's got the same thing. He's got one built in. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. He's going to make some pastas. He's going to make some meat. Um, even in the, do some meat in the pizza oven, some steaks and that and, yeah, and yeah, pizzas. Yeah. But um, I've got one of those, but I only live in a little flat. So you've got a balcony. You're not allowed barbecues because they're exposed flame, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. a pizza oven is an enclosed flame. It's in a yeah? dome, so yeah. you're safe, right? Yeah, so we were doing that. And then this is last pandemic, you know, like when we had like a few days <laughs> yeah. in between where you could like, oh, actually people were allowed round now. Had a little yeah. pizza party. Some f***er that lives in my building screenshotted it and sent it to my f- estate agent. We've been banned from using it. Mate, that's no good. It's going to have to be <sighs> all in indoors gatherings. I used to, yeah. it, back in the day, I was remembering this, like, like when these ideas were put forward of things to talk about. I was remembering how much I used to love f- film nights with yeah. mates. And my mate, 76, who's a producer, I was trying to get him to submit a beat to one of Asim's uh, right. beat yeah, contests, yeah. and he never did. But um, I remember going around his and watching like, House Party for the first time oh, man. On, on, on video and yeah. just being like, mate, I mean, we're so white and we're in Essex, but yeah. man, <laughs> hip-hop is cool. Kid and play are cool. Haircuts are cool. Trainers are cool. That's all I ever like wanted that. to watch when I was little. Yeah. Like, you, you, a mate would come around and you'd have the, the, the Blockbusters card and mum might give you a little fiver or whatever, go down to Blockbusters and all we'd ever do is just look at, just try and find the covers where it looks the most hip-hop, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or the most like... House party, American like, culture. Yeah. Breaking was another one that I Yeah, loved. man. And even like stuff like Boys in the Hood, Menace of yeah. Society, like yeah. Friday... There's even like ones that have dated really badly, man. And this is, they're just terrible. But at the time, I just, do you ever have this? If you're into something, even if it's a shit film, you'll still watch it because yeah. just because of the cultural element of what they might be yeah. wearing or the fact that they're rapping on one little bit. Do you know what I mean? There's this film called White Boys, I remember, about these two white boys from like the countryside, like Alabama or something down south. And they're basically trying to be rappers and they, and, and they, their whole view on what is like, is like, they think they could like go to the city and like, you know, I mean, be gangsters and it obviously all goes wrong and stuff. But I mean, I'd see it recently. It's terrible. But at the time, I thought it was like the greatest thing do, in the world. Do you remember seeing, I remember watching Boys in the Hood and thinking yeah. it was the baddest thing in the world and then yeah. seeing Menace to Society yeah. and thinking Boys in the Hood was so, oh, soft yeah. as anything. It's soft. Like, what's yeah, this Boys yeah. in the Hood? Menace yeah. was like, up yeah. a notch. And you know what? I watched it again the other day, Men in Society, and it, and it still holds. It holds up. I watched yeah. it a, a, a year or two back. I did a screening of it, actually. I, I used wow. to do f- film nights at the Prince yeah. Charles Cinema, and it was oh, all... Nice. I chose all films I fell in love with on video or DVD and had, had never seen on the big screen. So, oh, sick. So, so yeah, putting Menace on idea. on the big screen was just yeah. amazing. I mean, I want to keep talking about all of this. So I'm going to wrap up the branded segment and give another sh- a shout out to Jameson for setting this up and encouraging, and I want to encourage the listeners to get involved by heading to my Instagram at Scroobius Pipio and letting me know your summer plans. So grab yourself a Jameson, whether you hear it straight or a mixer or a cocktail, meet up with friends and family. And when it's fully safe to do so, I've proper added that part. I'm big on the, when it's fully safe to do so, like when, when we're literally allowed, enjoy a summer worth waiting for. This is of course, providing you are over 18 and please drink responsibly um for more info head to drinkaware.co.uk but that's the branded segment over but it was a dope pitch of what to talk about so i just want to keep going on it <laughs> like, yeah man for like, sure like, like off the rails but 
all of that stuff. Yeah, I, and Friday was another one because that came along in in my memory. They're all together, but Friday was a fair bit after all of them, yeah. wasn't yeah. it? And it's weird yeah. how I remember going to see the recent. I say recent, it was like four or five years ago, the NWA film. Yeah, yeah, straight out of Compton, and thinking what happened to that g- genre. Because that was a dope genre with, yeah, as man. said, Boys and Menace, Friday, yeah, all of these, the kind of the hood, paid in hood full, stories. Belly. Paid in full, yeah, all of yeah, that. Yeah. And they all just kind of, they stopped making them. And I, like, I love Straight Outta Compton because it felt like a callback to all of them, but it was also referencing them, <laughs> you know, yeah. it was also, and it was all all true, yeah. but that was a mad time. Yeah, do you know, do you know what um, you you saying about, because um, yeah, most of that, well, all of those films, in fact, I would have watched on video or DVD. Yeah. And uh, the first time I watched Lahane was the same thing. That was like one of my favourite films of all time, Lahane. And and uh, last year, where where it was in lockdown, but then the cinemas opened for a little bit. Yeah. But there was obviously no new films had been made. So a lot of little cinemas were just like playing back old films. And so I yeah. got to see Lahane on big screen and that was amazing. Because they've, they've redone the subtitles on it, haven't yeah. they? Because that was always yeah. the thing on the original video yeah. because it's in, yes. bl- in bl- black and white. Yeah. yeah, Certain times you can't read the subtitles because oh, yeah, they're either black or that. white yeah. subtitles. So on yeah. the new version, it's like right. got a bar on whatever. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I completely feel you on that. Lahane and um, Amores Peros were the what two was kind that? of... It was a, sp- a Spanish one. I, weirdly, I rewatched it t- today because I meant to be having the lead guy in it on, and I was like, "He's done loads of good stuff since." But like that was my at that point. It was Lahaine, Amoris Peros, Doberman, what, maybe. What what what's Amoris Peros? Is that some like Spanish gang shit? Yeah, it's really dark. Oh it's, shit! It's a shit. lot of dogfighting. It got pushed in in Europe or in the UK as mm-hmm. the the Spanish uh, Pulp Fiction because it's essentially about oh wow the start. There's a car crash. And then they yeah. rewind back and you get the story of two people who were in it. And then you get the story of another person who was in it. And yeah. then you get the story of this guy who was on the side and you hadn't even noticed, but he's a key, a key oh, part. Crazy. In it all. Yeah. And then you get a little bits of after the story. It's not, it's not just a straight, here's their origins. Like one of the people's story will go past the car crash and then you'll come yeah, back yeah, to, yeah. to the other person. And yeah, I beg you, uh, I beg you WhatsApp that to me afterwards. Yeah, so yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Um, it's it's dark. It was weird to watch because again, I think I've got older and I'm more, I'm more, I'm a more sensitive soul now. And yeah, all the yeah, dog yeah. fighting stuff as a teenager was probably like, oh man, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's, exactly. that's bad. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. gangsters. They're doing all this yeah. nasty stuff. But yeah, yeah. watching any of it, I was like, oh man, yeah, this is horrible. horrible. These poor. Yeah. And obviously, it's shot in a way that you can see. Nothing really happened, you know. As as yeah. soon as the dogs run at each other, it's the reaction of the crowd and all that. But still, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're watching a film with r- regular dead dogs in it, and that's that's not always that's not yeah, always my cup of tea anymore. But it's good. But do you know what a lot of these films do, though. Like you know, like we all watch them at a certain age because, yeah, obviously you're fascinated with like maybe a gangster lifestyle, and it's to do with music you listen to, like with a lot of the more hip hop ones. But they're also all coming of, coming of age films. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just in different parts of the world. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it's like. Kids. Do you know what I mean, yeah, like kids yeah, were yeah. sick. You know, and that's in that's like skaters in New York. That's a whole different yeah. thing. But like, yeah, all of these things you watched and you thought, I'd love to be there. Usually at the beginning part of the film before yeah. all yeah, <laughs> before yeah, it starts yeah, yeah, blowing yeah. each other's heads off. But like. That's what's sick about all these films, man. It's it's what got me into rap because I, yeah. I grew up as a young kid into punk. And then right. as soon as I started to hear rap, I was like, oh, this is just punk from mm-hmm. another area of the world. This yeah, is another right. group of kids who didn't have a voice yeah. and have now yeah. got their voice. And yeah. 
yeah, I love all those 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 f- films and those stories because yeah, it's weird as well because there'll be so much that you can't relate to, but then there'll always be that one thing mm. that mm. that you go, I know a guy like that, and yeah, again, n- not to be to to ask ask kids on this, but I was talking to a mate literally l- l- last night about how S- Steve's in People Just Do Nothing is the one that everyone goes, <laughs> I know a Steve's because I'm. My mate who used to like work at Forwards and on Rinse and all this, yeah. I've been recommending it to her for years, and she hadn't, yeah. she didn't know what it was. And then she started watching it recently, and she's messaging me every other night, going, "Oh my god, oh my god!" But then <laughs> it's Steve's, and she's like, "And you know what? I know a couple of Steve's." I'm like, yeah, everyone who's been in yeah, any of those sure. f- festival worlds or club worlds uh, yeah. knows one or two Steve's. <laughs> it's just uh, and such I've, a I've well been observed. A, I've been a Steve's yeah. on a night out. Do <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, completely. <laughs> I love it. So one of the things, I mean, I talked then like, oh, yeah, you know, as a teen, I was into all this kind of gangster stuff. But some of the best recommendations that you've given me over this pandemic have all been thuggy gangster stuff. Yeah. Let's start with Four Blocks because you sent me that. And there's two that you sent me that I loved. but, But also, like you talked about, you get into them because of them being kind of rooted in rap. Four Blocks and Snabber Cash, which we'll get onto next, but they've both got such banging soundtracks. Like I, yeah. I messaged you saying, like this is, Hard. I'm trying to focus on yeah. on subtitles, yeah. but, but my head's bobbing yeah. backwards and forwards. It's not easy. Snapping, man. Shout out Gringo, man. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. But Four Blocks is great, isn't it? That that soundtrack's hard, and and, and most of them are in it as well. Like Ooh. all the the essays, all the people around, all the different crews, they're all rappers and shit. And that's why I think it's sick because it's rooted in the culture. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not, it's not like, you know, there's some films or there's some TV stuff where it doesn't work sometimes. It's like, we're going to get this rapper because he's got a following, but he's actually a whack actor. Do you know what I mean? It's like, Mate, they've used them for the right bits. Constantly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. When I was moving into acting, I met with a load of agents and the thing I was saying to all of them was, I don't want to do the rapper films. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah, with no yeah. disrespect. And I'm not that kind of rapper anyway, so I probably yeah, wouldn't yeah, have yeah. gotten any of them. But it's real easy to get a bad film because you've got a name and it's rammed with different people who aren't good. Yeah, but then you yeah. look at people like G- Getz who turned yeah. up in one or two of them but smashed it. Smashed and, it. And, and, and obviously and Kano and Asher D. Kano and Asher, but Dave, Dave yeah, in, amazing. In, in that series of, 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 but that's of Top the thing. Boy it just blew Top, me away. It was for, like, for me, t- in the UK, Top Boy changed that for me because yeah. on paper, before I watched that, I was like, oh, what's this going to be like? You know, they're just using these people for their names, you know, kind of yeah, yeah. picking people out of the culture and, and, and not paying homage. I didn't think Kano would have it at all. I didn't think <laughs> bruv, because he's so, he stand, because he's so standoffish not, naturally, just as an actor. Bruv, he's, he <laughs> is incredible, man. Like, yeah. he, honestly, it, it, he's so good that it makes you think, what's he better at, rapping or, or, or yeah. acting? And he's an incredible yeah. rapper. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. That's how yeah. sick he is. But no, that's uh, four blocks for me is amazing because, like me myself, like I'm Kurdish. My family's from Iraq, and um, like say you, you see with Lahain as a film, that was sick because you had the, the three leads: a Jewish guy, a black guy, and an Arab. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it yeah. and that's really what shows you what the hood's about, like the different characters in the hood. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they yeah. kind of, in a way, represent each of those cultures. Do you know what I mean? And it shows you that. But I feel like there hasn't been something like TV series wise that focuses on that. Cause in Europe, there's loads of Kurds and Arabs and stuff. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a massive thing. And you know, especially in Germany. So it's like, 
it made perfect sense, man. And and when I watched it, I was like, right. And and even like even like the fashion, the swag, you know, like I don't know. I, do you know what I really want to see? I want to see a TV series like that, but set in Paris or Marseille. Yeah. With like the Algerians and the North Africans, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that swag, because 100%. I think that's such a strong voice in uh, French culture. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. French street culture. And, yeah. it, and it hasn't, uh, apart from Lehane, which is what? That's like, what, 20 years old 20 now years or something? 20 years at least. It might Plus, be 25. I 25. It's 25. 25. Yeah. You know, like there's people that haven't even seen that. Like, And uh, there's, of course, there's uh, the new thing, uh, Le, Le Miserables, yep. which is amazing as well. I but that. I want to see a TV great. series where they can tell a story over time. Do you know what I mean? Did you, have, have you watched and been a fan of Man Like Mobeen? Well, Gus Khan. Yeah, Gus. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Amazing, yeah, yeah. I watched it because Gus is my boy, but I thought that did a really good job of presenting yeah. itself as this silly, here's these comedy characters, and then going, yeah. no, no, this is, there's some serious, and it shows, again, it a lot It shows of the parts, 100%, but cultures. I'd love to, do you know what, I was speaking to Yassine Rose, who's from there, who's from, yeah. from uh, Small Heath, and his brother works in TV, uh, Tigger, I actually had a conversation with him about it, but he was like, bro, like before four blocks, we wanted to do, and then they, you know, they still can obviously wanted yeah. to do something in England. Cause we've seen like London, we've seen like, you know, it shows like the Jamaicans, like the, the Africans and stuff. Yeah. But you know, up North, you've got like the Asian and the Arabs. Like, obviously you've got that down South as well, but it's massive, isn't it? And Bigger the mix within, within and those and the black well, and the yeah. white communities. Exactly. And seeing that part of it, that would be sick. Like seeing a proper drama version of that, like a, a UK version would be incredible, man. I completely agree. But I also think I'm dead glad that Top Boy returned because... Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before this came back, I, I did a tweet saying like, why hasn't the UK ever had a Gamora yeah, or Sopranos yeah. or The Wire or whatever it is? Yeah. And then people were like, Top Boy. I was like, oh shit, yeah, it is. It's Top Boy. Top Boy has yeah, been that. And then it yeah, came yeah, back yeah. and I was worried at first as it started off Mm -hmm. abroad and all this kind of thing. I was like, is this going to feel right? But it, mate, I think the third season was as good as anything. So yeah. Yeah, man. I can't wait for the new series, man. But that's, that's the thing Like that four blocks is sick because they've got, I mean, the lead actor, uh, the one that plays Tony, he's just a straight actor. Do you know what I mean? And and he's sick. But then you've got Abbas, who is a rapper in real life. Yeah. uh, Called Vaisel. And then the guy that plays Latif, he's also a rapper. So it's like a mix of, of like rappers and, and, and actual, established actors and stuff but they're all kind of from that world or understand that world you know what i mean and yeah. you know, ethnically and culturally do you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. i just thought it was sick man and, and it proper reminded me of like you know not to compare things but they definitely t- must have taken influence with sopranos man because yeah. even the even the name even the name tony that's not his real name if you clock they say his name as well his arab yeah, name yeah, but tony yeah, yeah, is his yeah. name that everyone knows him for but yeah. in even the way he stands like james gandolfini like even the way he delivers it like he doesn't give I, too much do you know I, what i'm saying i love the idea of like outside of it being a tv show i love the idea of that character yeah. is called tony because yeah. of the sopranos because again the sopranos yeah. has existed yeah, yeah, in the true. world that we're watching true. now so again yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it doesn't even have to be a cool little inside a TV nod. It could just be yeah. if you've got someone in in the hood that reminds you of Tony Soprano. Yeah, everyone's in Sopranos, though. You be there's Tony. Like I'm sure yeah. there's people who are a s- stringer or because yeah, of yeah, yeah, stringer sure. bell and stuff yeah. like that in the wire. And, and especially if you're in another country and English isn't your first language. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a gangster name, Tony. Yeah, you know what I mean? Tony. I mean, this is just my personal take on it. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know anything whether yeah. that's, that they did take that from that, but that's what I sort of noticed. And also the fact that it follows the family life. So so parallel to the street life, just like 
Sopranos did. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was amazing. And um, it's a thing as well, you know, like, like I got, I mean, I'm not gonna say his real name, but one of my boys is from Iraq and um, he, he, whatever, he, he, he hustles. That's how he earns his money and that. And I know his real name, but he always told everyone his name was Mo, innit? He's like, if you ever see the white boys, that's my name. Just tell him my name's Mo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. everyone's got a couple different names. You know? yeah. Even yeah. if it doesn't sound like a nickname, it's not like mine, Sipo. It's obviously that's not my name, but like Tony, it just sounds like a normal name. So no one's going to question yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't sound like a nickname. I knew a guy who was, I, I knew him as, he was a, a mate of my brother's and he was Bob the whole yeah, time right. I knew him. Yeah, and then yeah, I, yeah. I referenced him somewhere else. It's like, no, that's not his name. That's Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I didn't like, I literally knew this dude quite well for a few years without having any knowledge that that wasn't his, his, real, his, name. his but, real name Steve yeah exactly <laughs> but is the the one that blew me away the most of your recommendations and this is just us catching up now this isn't even a yeah. podcast anymore but yeah yeah was, yeah turn it, it off was sn- snab a cash because yeah, that just nice. I thought the three lead characters and actors in that actors were just whoa. all amazing yeah. and i looked them all up and all of them hadn't or two of them hadn't done much else before yeah and like, one of them the, the guy who's got the dope haircut it was his first yeah. ever thing and it was like all, all three of them the guy who's playing the, what, the, um, the leader the gangster leader the brother yeah, of the, the yeah, one of yeah, the, yeah. he'd never done anything before never wow. done anything before He's and, old. and yeah. the other lad who was the like the wedding singer and oh, he a, is. He was my favorite. He was like that's he just is as a character and as a performance. That was he just... is going to be huge. He yeah. is just in general. It's not just like oh for this it's great. In general, he's just like an amazing, amazing actor. And and you know like you know you got a good actor when they've just got like an interesting look about them, and yeah. you, you always clock them properly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love the juxtaposition of him being a, a wedding singer, really sweet, yeah. having that sweetness to him. And then just going and out and does, does like, like yeah, straight yeah. up, straight that's up. That's sick. That that still that inter, intercut with the fact that she's trying to make it in the business world yeah. with one foot still in this other world. I just thought, yeah, it's really clever, man. I thought, but the thing is, all of it felt completely believable as well. It can mm-hmm. be tough, mm-hmm. like like when you're you, you, you're pushing those big ju- big juxtapositions, right. it can start to feel yeah, you're right. a bit fantastical, a bit unrealistic. But the way they wrote it and the way they performed those characters and all the stuff that we've said on all of these aren't spoilers at all. Like no. those, the, the, those themes the are laid scene. out in the first yeah. episode. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it was another one that blew me away. And you know what? She, she is sick. And then I've yeah. done a bit of research and she, she's from Slemania where, where my dad's from and right. she's Kurdish. You know what I mean? Cause in a lot right. of these other things, they might be Arabs. They might yeah. be, and I still feel close to that because it kind of, I'm from that part of the world, but she specifically, you know, from the city that I'm from, that which is sick, sick to yeah. see, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Have you seen the films at all? Because I found out that it was a trilogy of films originally. What? Completely, no, I didn't even know that. Completely different cast, and it was no a trilogy way. of films about five to uh, ten years ago. I've not looked them up yet. I've, I've not found them because they're not on Netflix, but I'm sure okay. they're on Prime or on, on something. So so where it says based on this trilogy, I yeah. thought it was books. It was I thought films. it was books, but okay. it was a trilogy of films. It might have been books that were turned into films and yeah, then it's yeah, been yeah. turned into this series but yeah oh, that's crazy it was a trilogy yeah. of films and it was the guy who was in it was the guy who was in altered carbon the first series of altered right. carbon i don't yeah, know if you yeah, saw yeah. that on netflix but 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 the uh, guy in that is swedish yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah he was the lead in this whole whole series of films so yeah, it's funny when um my mate Jack recommended it to me after I watched four blogs. So if you like that, there's this Swedish gangster, Swedish gang thing. I was like, Sweden? 
<laughs> that's not no I, mean, it's sort of me, I don't want to see any sort of Nazi gangs I yeah. want him to move <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah yeah they, and then it's like of course fucking hell Europe like everywhere in Europe is built up of different immigrants from different parts of the world man and everywhere's got their story man well that was one of the things I realised m- massively when I started t- touring in Europe and, mm. and we'll jump back to more TV and film stuff but mm was just when touring in Europe and going, all right, so we just crossed a border. And yeah. s- certain borders are just unmanned. It's just, it's right. this big yeah, yeah. thing of land. It's yeah, this huge yeah, amount yeah, of land. Yeah, yeah. And there were certain areas that s- some some borders you'll be doing your passport and, and others it'll just be like, you're now in Germany. You're like, oh, right. sweet. Yeah. Are we? And you realise that borders, and this is going to get a bit heavy now, but they're completely man-made. And yeah, everyone talks about, religion has caused so many wars fuck that the, mm. the idea of countries has called caused mm. wars the idea Hundreds. of ownership of land yeah has i mean wars. the idea of people uh you know uh, of people coming from england and france and creating a map and uh and then leaving yeah. is that what, <laughs> yeah. you just divided this country now of yeah. course they're going to start warring here's yeah. how all that goes it's it's like that and again the fact that if you're born on this side of the line yeah man you're in one you're this. life and on this side you're in you've an, got to look a, at like india and pakistan you know, any of these countries i mean kurdistan used to be one whole yeah. place do you know what i'm yeah. saying before yeah. all these borders got made and then now you know r- really and truly we we are all kurds and that's how we should all talk but that's not how it is because some people have you know been you brought up in Turkey, you've got a completely different life to a Kurd that's been brought up in Iraq. Do you know what I mean, different language, different food, different culture. Yeah. It's going to be hard to keep your uh, identity, especially when a lot of these countries don't let you. Yeah, I, 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 I did a tweet recently about some of the current conflict saying, mm. look, it's fair to be angry and it's fair to have opinions, but don't mm. make the mistake that this is the fault of a religion. Mm. This is the fault mm. of organisations this is the fault of governments. Right. This is the fault of people using True. religion in places. Yep. And this guy came back yep. going, no, nah, religion has caused this and that and we couldn't have it. And I literally went back. I was like, are you as mad about geography? <laughs> you know you know your geography lessons. Are you as mad about that? Because, yeah. again, it's so yeah. – I, I used to do it myself. I used to think religion is the cause of all of this. It's like, no, it's the misuse yeah, of religion. Yeah, yeah. The same as it's the exactly. misuse of geography – yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like being mad at Palestine geography. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like yeah, being mad yeah, at yeah. geography. It's like no, yeah, that yeah. doesn't that, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. But yeah, just speaking of touring, and and obviously the on the branded bit, we were talking about what you're excited about when we come out of all of this. But you're coming out of this with a film big in Japan, and you you boys will be getting on the road again and doing yeah. this this live. So you, and you'll have an album. Yeah, how man. how dope is all of that? Yeah, crazy, man. It's like going from nothing to everything happening at once, I guess, yeah. which is good. I mean, it's a good thing. And it was good to have a break and, and a new perspective and a new found appreciation for the journey of the work rather than just the outcome. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, yes, yeah, sick. We get to go and tour this. We get to go uh, and show this film to people. You know, all this stuff. Like, I can't wait, man. Like, the film's coming out. August, August 18th. 18th. Yeah, I've yeah. noted it, bro. I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> nice, I'm the host. I'll, I'll lead you. You don't have yeah, to remember man. any of these things. <laughs> Safe, bro. And then, and then, yeah, man. And then, and then the album's going to come out around then. We'll let it sit with people. And then I think the beginning of next year, first quarter, we'll, we'll just go and tour it, man. How, how have you found a, a working on the album? Because it's a weird one where you and Hugo in particular, you've been making music for years. You've been doing music for years. 
and what has taken off is kind of a parody of what you used to do. Um, And it makes me think of our mutual friend, Doc Brown, but I enjoyed him on on chatting shit recently, but I wanted to pipe up and say, what cracks me up with Ben is every time, every now and then, he'll come back to remind people he's a legit rapper as well. Yeah. Because he'll have, he'll have a comedy rap that, 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 that blows up. He's, yeah. he's, that's racist and things like that. Yeah, and yeah, then he'll yeah. be like, all right, everyone thinks I just do this as a joke. And he'll just pop up and flex yeah, every, every now and then. So how has that been on the writing front of going, right, are we writing a comedy record? Am I allowed to actually flex? Yeah, do I yeah. want him to laugh, but also go, no, but for real, that, that like grinder can spit. Do you know what? Yeah. So there's different levels to like, I guess like Doc, Doc's one is just the one level of uh, rapping to comedy rapping to rapping, right? Because that was his thing. With me, it was emceeing Garage Jungle. That died down anyway in my life even. Like as in before, not not because, oh, I've got a comedy avenue to do it in. It just died down anyway. And then I went into actual rapping and, you know, taking the lyrics seriously, like to actual hip hop and shit, right? Then it went back to, oh, now I'm doing a comedy. Now I'm going to take this thing levels before, way before I did even the rap shit, back to to the garage sort of thing. Do you know what I'm saying? And yeah. like, I guess when when I was a garage and jungle MC, that was like a five, six year period of my life. I didn't even have time to sharpen my sword that much. Do you know what I mean? And lyrics were meant to be simple back then and shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's about the flow. In, in, yeah, it's in, about the in flow, that. exactly. And I still have always been doing, like when I'm in the shower or when I'm walking along, I'm always doing some sort of flow, like in the same sense that like, you know, you might beatbox to yourself or whatever, you know what I mean? Like I, I, everyone does that. I loved w- watching you and Hugo, obviously as Beats and Grinder on one yeah. of, it, it might have been on, on Charlie's Sloth or somewhere. That's what I'm going to say, and, yeah. And you're doing it, but it's like, it is, it's like, no, it's actually, you're, you're that, smashing it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So so now at this point where I've had more time and they, and it was going to go on fire in the booth, we were going to go on fire in the booth. They're like, okay, write a whole original lyric. I was like, you know what? Yeah, probably too much. Like, if you probably ask some of the other corrupt members, it's like, maybe it's sort of not as funny if you're that techie. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and then like, I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to body this, man, just for my teenager self to be proud of do you know what i'm saying and because also i don't think it's like when brent picks up a guitar in the office it's funny because he can sing and he can do you know what i mean it's not it's it would be wacky if he just started strumming at the strings and can't actually do anything do you know what i mean it's like it's fun you know what's what's funny about it is the ego and where it's coming from not the actual technique of it do you know what i'm saying like yeah so so in my mind i'm like fuck it like i'm gonna raise the technique up body it because that will grab people's attention as it is that don't know about it. So it's like, and I don't give a fuck here. This isn't like when it comes to acting, when it comes to writing, when it comes to anything else, I will always be like humble and questioning everything. But the MC part of me is like my teenage self. Like, I don't give a fuck. I bodied it and I think yeah. it's sick. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually tried on that one. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is the first time I actually tried. And when I, uh, uh, um, when it was all recorded and done and dusted, I was, I was super proud of that one, man. You smashed it. You smashed it. But <laughs> so, how was it working on the album then? Because you've got to obviously make it funny. As yeah. well. It's, it's, it's yeah. not. A, it's not a fire in the booth. A, a, no, a fire no, in exactly. the booth. You can go yeah. right. Well, yeah. all bets but are you, off. Also, it's it's the lyrics as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. on the album, I, I did get a bit more techie with the flows because I got had more time. I uh, like 
where it was locked down, I created a little studio set up at home. I had more time. I'm not just in the studio quickly writing the lyrics in front of the producers. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and this is the first time where it's not just me and Hugo making the beats. It's uh, usually, it would just be me and Hugo knocking up a jokes little beat and we call it a decoy production. Yeah. yeah. But this time it was, <laughs> you know, there's a logic w- uh, within the sort of corrupt Marvel universe, I guess, that uh, off the back of them going to Japan, they've got some residual... Uh, PRS money so Grinder makes him all put it in a pot so he can actually pay for some proper producers and make uh, Corrupt Films greatest hits so we're working with like Rude Kid Spyro uh, Fred again MJ Cole Zinc like all, all people that we're massively into and they're super talented yeah. so there's a part of you that thinks I've got to do it's got to be funny but I've also got to do their beat justice because they've got a lot more important things on their <laughs> yeah. fucking hands than th- this yeah. group of fucking idiots do you know what I mean like so yeah, so it's about, I got a bit more techie with the flow, but it's great because I never have to overthink. The first rhyming word that comes into my head is, is, is it. I yeah. don't have to then go, you know, that like what you do with rap and you look back, you're like, oh, actually, I just thought something better. Let me move this around like a puzzle. this and move this. Yeah, thing. yeah. It's like, no, the words don't matter. The words is what makes it funny because it's so ridiculous and ill thought out, but mm. it's the patterns that kind of make you, I guess, feel that nostalgia of, uh, of uh, old school garage MC. Mate, a, a, a couple of nights ago, we did one of them Tim's Twitter listening parties that, that yeah. Tim Burgess does of, yeah. of mine and Dan Lasak's first album. Yes. Yeah, and listening to my delivery was just the most painful shit in the world. Because again, it's that thing where the, the, the reality of the music industry is you make the record and then you tour it for a year or two and you mm. get so much better. Like, like, mm. like all of those songs yeah. get so yeah. much better. Your breath control gets so much better. That's you so know true. where things are meant meant to land and yeah, obviously yeah. i'm not kanye so i ain't sitting home bumping my own music so i haven't heard that album in yeah. 10 15 years or whatever yeah, 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 yeah. and i'm putting it on just going that's not how that goes that's yeah. not how i remember doing that i remember that's doing that because that's it because a <laughs> yeah. few of the songs on that record obviously stayed with us for our whole career so we were touring that particular yeah, song yeah, 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 yeah. for 10 years or whatever and it's like flows got better breath control but in my early yeah. days it was the, the, the opposite of what you were saying on the on 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 the garage MC days of it was all about the lyrics and the content exactly, and it yeah, took yeah. me time to learn about flows and breath control and all that kind of thing rather than yeah. just like there's a few times on the record you hear at the end of the verse I'm proper out of breath because I just feel like <laughs> yeah. I need to get all the words out there and they're, they're done. It's like that's that's, that, not how, that's not how I'll do it in live because live yeah, I'm running yeah, yeah. around as well like yeah exactly learn that, yeah, but yeah yeah on the do record you know what? I. I uh... <laughs> I've always, I never thought of that. I've always been very lucky with that because I started out as a jungle MC. Yeah. So all I'd ever do, and even when I was listening to hip hop, like, I mean, yeah, I started on like listening to Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style would have been one of my first albums. Yeah. But then second or third album probably would have been uh, Bone Bugs in Harmony, East 99. Yeah. yeah. So even before I was MC, like a jungle MC, I would just be emulating their raps, do you know what I mean? Which is fast. Yeah. And, and, and obviously, yeah. without even knowing, I'm, I'm learning breath control and, and, and yeah. flow and stuff like that. But, um, that's, that, that's a great yeah. one to, uh, to learn off because their flows are ridiculous in pattern and yeah. pace. Techie. But they're taking it in turns. But yeah. as a listener, you're yeah. not. Nah, you're doing nah, all of them. Nah. Yeah, you're yeah, playing exactly. every character. You're moving sl- sl- yeah. slightly over to the, over to the right for this guy, and slightly yeah. over to the left for that guy. But in a way, I would have had better breath control than any of the Bone Thugs members. <laughs> yeah, in a way, I'm yeah. a far superior MC yeah. Yeah. than any but, of the Bone Thugs. Uh, that's and that's something that I slip on now because it is so much about me and beats going back to back. 
so I noticed that if I have to do it on my own, even just as in practicing on my own, yeah, I'm taking more breaths than I usually than I would have before. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm getting yeah. lazy because I know he's meant so to come in here, right. and He'll it's so good it. for live because you you you're like, like you said you are running around and shit, and you do need yeah. to take you need fucking more oxygen. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it, it is so useful, man. I remember like when I was few about four years ago we was touring loads, and I remember being really out of shape. And, uh, you know, no exercise, smoking loads and that. And there'd be times where I'm on stage and I'm literally seeing stars because my so much oxygen has gone out. Do you know what I mean? And like yeah. almost like nearly fainting. And I, I remember like a couple of times, I think I heard that like Beyonce goes to the gym to learn singing while she's on stage or whatever. So I'd go on the jogging machine and start emceeing and that and then sort of feel weird and stop. <laughs> Someone looking over at you like, are you all right, mate? Yeah. Is that MC? Yeah, she actually does it all the time. It's I think it's mate. real. Mate, I had exactly that. I had a period because I like I toured for about seven, eight years straight, at least yes. hundred gigs a year, often more than than two hundred. Mm. And the first time I had a period off from that, I was like, "All right, I need to get a running machine," because yeah. yeah. I was keeping in shape without realizing just but, from but, the gigs. Because yeah. I'm doing minimum three to five gigs a week. Yeah. That's ninety minutes every night of sweating hard and rapping. That I was like. Yeah. I, was, I, I I just thought I had a good metabolism. Turns out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm now like at that point. I'm now in my thirties. I'm not running around anymore, and I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna get. I'm gonna get big. This is it's like this um, is a problem. It's like working as a as a labourer and then moving to an office job. You suddenly yeah. see you can't have those fry ups every morning. Do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. You're not <laughs> burning that, that off anywhere. Yeah. But I mean, speaking of that, then, like, how's your fitness kick been? Because I've seen you doing some. It looked like Muay Thai and just some all sorts of, of like what's spurned it and what's been the, the yeah, thing man. you love the most. I, I guess um, last year I, I had Corona quite early on and uh, yeah, um, yeah. in like February or March last year. And uh, it was one of them ones where it just lasted so long with me. And it was obviously because I had a bad metabolism and it was unhealthy anyway. Do you know what I mean? So it lasted like maybe like, I don't know, on and off to four to six weeks. And then, and then I remember having to just like isolate another two weeks after that. So I remember just being in bed for like a good couple of months. You know what I mean? And, and like I say, I can easily, I can easily do nothing, but it's not good for your mental health in the long run. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not to get all like fucking catchphrasing mental health, but I'm just as in like, yeah, it's, it's a thing, isn't it? It's, 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 it's not healthy to, to do that. Even though I don't actually mind it at the time. I'm the type of person that quite likes being ill because I get to just watch telly and that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I've, uh, I've definitely had points in my life where I'm yeah. thinking I could, I have the two feelings. I either think yeah. I could do with a bit of illness to give me some time off yeah. or yeah. I could do with some jail time to get in shape. Jail. Uh, like, 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 like <laughs> I could do with going inside to to work on my prison body and and just be yeah, doing yeah, yeah. push ups and pull ups in the cell all day. I tell you what, I didn't really mind even <laughs> when I had the fever and shit like that. I was like, this is all right, man. I can get through this tablets and that. And I know tomorrow it still means I'm not at work and I can yeah. watch telly. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, so I had that, and but I had to sort of um, and I don't want to assume, I don't want to call it long COVID because I don't know, but you know maybe it was just from being unhealthy and stuff as well and, and you know when you're lying down a lot you feel more groggy right so I just was fucking knackered for the rest of the year like and even when I tried to exercise I'd kind of feel a bit fluey the next day and all this sort of stuff and um get migraines quite a lot 
you know, went to a nutritionist, tried to work out what was wrong with me and all this stuff and blood tests and that. And one of the tests came through that my like liver was high and I don't even like really, you know, drink that much, especially last year in lockdown, I wasn't drinking. So it turns out there was a little lump on my liver. Oh, At the time, it was a bit of a scare, like, you know, obviously, is it the big C? Yeah. But, uh, it, you know, I had the operation and it wasn't. My point is, though, is that, yeah, and then that, that operation, I was, you know, they, they completely opened me up. I was in hospital for a week and then I had to be, you know, in bed for another two weeks. So a lot of the year, I was basically laid up or just feeling ill or not right. So I thought to myself, fuck me, like, once this is over, once I'm, like, back on my feet, I'm going to do something about this. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, done mm. all the tests i've done all this stuff it's like stop making excuses you know you're in your 30s step up and try and do something about it you know what i mean and i did and it was tough i still felt a bit ill and knackered when i started exercising at first at the beginning of the year and like yeah i mean i come to the conclusion that i'm always fucking tired it's just me but yeah. <laughs> i definitely feel a lot give yourself better, a man. reason and, and to I, be tired I, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> exactly yeah um and i'm lighter on my feet i'm eating better and uh yeah man i feel good man i started muay thai as well so yeah good good, good like i don't know man it's like it's funny because i spoke about this on another podcast but you know you sort of um you can in a way like typecast yourself as what type of person i am the type of person that was only ever into hip-hop and graph and blazing and sitting on my ass and that's it you know what i mean uh, like growing up so it's like, yeah. i'm not a sporty person i'm not a sport that's what i've told myself my whole life you know now Fucking six months later, I can't wait to get to the gym. I can't wait to go for a run. I can't wait to go more tire. So, you know, don't categorize yourself as a certain Mate, person because you I can always switch it up. You couldn't know what I mean? re- relate more. I was ex- exactly that kid. I was about music. Yeah. It was almost maybe, like it was one or the other. Or like whatever sports else. Or music. Yeah, sports yeah. or music was always yeah. that trade off. Yeah. And yeah. the thing that might now, I'm, I'm scared to, to say it because it's as soon as I realized it, it plagued me. So I hope I don't ruin. A, your life now but the realization of why didn't i get into fitness when i had a younger body and a better metabolism 100%, like i could have been like like the shape yeah. i get in now i'm like yeah if i was doing yeah. this amount of work yeah 10 years ago man yeah, yeah, this would yeah, have been yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna have I would have been fucking, like the rock I'm the, yeah i'm gonna have a six pack in my late 30s when no one cares <laughs> everyone's a fucking dad no one mate, gives a fuck mate i i I literally, I've lived what you said there. I got a six pack in my late thirties, and it, wow. and, and and I released. This is it was purely your calendar, chance, or no, generally it was pu- <laughs> purely chance. Around that time on the merch, I was re- releasing some swimwear stuff. Right, right, right. <laughs> in the photo shoot, I legit, I did a photo shoot with my top off because I was like, I need to get these recorded. I'm yeah, not going to have yeah, them yeah. for long. Like, I had them in that moment. Yeah, I'll take my top off. You like. it's, it's up to you. It's your thing. Well, no, if you want me to, I will. <laughs> exactly that it's like it's documented it's there yeah, yeah i had it's, a six pack it's recorded yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 funny what you were saying though about um the after effects of covid because it's there's been some really interesting stuff recently from i'm going all serious now yeah but but, but some some st- stuff i was reading recently from experts saying that we're we're looking at a broader range of things going under the term of long covid as such and yeah. it's they're they're broadly categorizing them as post intensive care syndrome, post viral f- fatigue syndrome, permanent organ damage, and long term COVID syndrome. And the idea is, there's a lot of stuff that's gone on with having COVID mm. that is going to have a longer effect than you realize, even if it isn't a, mm. a long COVID. It could r- yeah. be 
Yeah. Like they're seeing similar symptoms to things like ME and stuff like that, that where you are just exhausted and all these things. And yeah, man. I think there's a lot that we're going to fi- figure out still as all this, yeah. this continues on. Yeah, for sure. And in, in a way, I just feel like, um, you know, whether it is in my mind and, you know, and, and it's a catch 22, right? When you feel ill a lot, you start trying to look out for, do I feel ill now? You know, and that can cause just like health anxieties and shit. So, so that's why I thought, let me, let me get really healthy. Yeah. And then there's no excuse. Then it can't be, you know what I mean? Can't be in my, and it's like, you know, I live with the fact that some days, I might feel a little bit tight, but you know, I don't know, man. Like you say, at least there's a reason for it now and I'm feeling a lot better. You do all you can and then you can have any of those bad days conscience free. I've always said that with relationships and whatever, in my teens and all that kind of thing, I'd have a a relationship go bad and I'd be like, right, as long as I know I've done all I can, I'm cool. Like if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Whereas if I feel I've left something unsaid or I've not tried hard enough at this or that, then it's going to eat away at me. And it's a similar thing there. It's like health wise, if you can do all you can, then anything else that happens, cool. Like that's how it landed is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Defo. Yeah, man. Yeah. Before we wrap things up, is there anything else that you've been enjoying watching or, or that's been recommended because you do a dope recommendation section in chatting shit. And always it's, I I love the excitement when they bring up something that you have seen and you're like, yes, yes, let's talk about this shit. Come on, exactly. this is mine. Well, I'm about to yeah. do that to you right now. Let's do it, let's I've do it. I've only just got into Gamora, bro. Oh, bro, mate, it's special, isn't it? Wow. I mean, I can't How believe I've so long. So, you know what happened, yeah? kind of did this with Sopranos years ago as well, but I, with Gamora, I watched maybe three episodes mm-hmm. years ago not pro you know when you put something on and you start going on your phone or tidying yeah, your yeah, room yeah. not properly i did the exact same with yeah. sopranos did you I, yeah I, I did I'd, that with I'd watched the first yeah. season and a half yeah like, when it came out and then yeah. i only finished it like when we were talking last year kind of well thing. that's the thing and everyone kept saying gamora 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 and i started thinking fuck man because it's so long now that i don't know where i ended yeah i don't want to have to start again so I really just bit the bullet and started from the start. And and I'm watching it. I don't recognise anything. It's like yeah. completely new to me. So it's sick, man. Like, yeah, shout out Gennaro, Chiro, the whole fam. The character development of Gennaro is just amazing. Even in that first, like those first yeah, few man. episodes or whatever. When he, has to, being... when he has to grab the gun and, and yeah. improve himself. Yeah, man. And it's just, and, and I love I love the um the fact that it's the wife, you know, you know like the famous saying behind every strong man is a strong woman like she knows the world she's in so it kind of has to be the husband talking but she's in his ear do you know what i mean she's the one keeping him strong i mean i'm only on episode four so these are the little things i noticed so much to look forward to i think it's either series three or four that when i watched four blocks it reminded me of of a, 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 a gang that kind of start to come in then a more kind of yeah. the younger um yeah. yeah love that yeah no it's amazing it, uh, I, i'm it's one of those things that's got me i had four blocks and i had snabber cash and then now this is something that i think about when you know when you think about it when you're out and about and you can't yeah. wait to get home that thing yeah. That, oh, yeah. man. um also another thing that got recommended to me is something on sky called liverpool narcos yeah, I've been enjoying that. Yeah, yeah, I've Sick. watched the first two. Yeah, oh well, Mad, the last, it? the last one is I watched today. Yeah, is I mean they're all sick, but the last one's probably the best because what they do is set up the. What I love about it is how it's shot. Uh, well, for anyone listening, like where Liverpool has the docks, they were f- 
the most. And it's a documentary. It's a documentary. Let's make that and, clear, and, yeah. and they had the most drugs in, and the highest level drugs imported in, in the UK always came through Liverpool. Yeah. So, you know, in the 70s, they had the best weed coming in. And then, and then when, uh, and then I, I love when they spoke about um, how, how different things in the world affected it. So the fact that Afghanistan needed money for weapons, they realized they've got poppies there. Yeah. They start selling yeah. the poppy seeds as opium to places like the UK, then suddenly there's little towns in Liverpool that got loads, loads of smack ad, uh, yeah. addicts. So it's yeah. like, it's really interesting. But yeah, sorry, the last episode is about cocaine and it's sick because they'll do a, a um, reenactment and it's, as reenactments are, it's like really corny and over the top. And then it goes cut and you see all the crew and then they, it turns to the guy that was actually there and they're like, so was it like that? He's like, no, it's nothing like that. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, like, there's no fucking suits at a drug deal. There's no fucking, like, what's it? There's no, like, uh, snappy lines. <laughs> you know, like, sort of it. snappy, like, yeah. fucking back and forth lines and shit. Uh, it's sick, man. The, the way it's put together is really nice, oh, man. It's great. I need I need to finish that up then. That's, yeah, uh, yeah. that's dope. Well, it's been a pleasure, man. I'm glad yeah, we got man. to have another little catch up. Yeah, um, sick. And I'm looking forward to, to the film, to the album, to, to, to everything that's ahead i can't wait man, i'm looking forward for the world to finally see it and, and hear it all man very exciting sick well thank you very much for your time it's been a pleasure buddy thank you for having me brother always a pleasure You've been listening to Scroobius Pip's Distraction Pieces. There we go. I mean, we got a little bit of of of, of Big in Japan talking at the end there and the album talk. Also, you know, all stuff that you should be ch- ch- checking out. But as I warned you, I'll have Steve Stamp on in a month or so and you'll get all, all you need there. For now, I hope you enjoyed that. I'll be back next week as ever with more amazing guests. Um, until then, stay safe. And stay sane. Ta-ta.